since Maxine Waters has taken office, the 43rd district has only gotten worse. But Maxine, nowhere to be found. I'm from this neighborhood. Maxine isn't. Coming home after serving 13 and a half years in the U.S. Navy, I was shocked to find my community still in ruins. You would think that as a black leader in a minority majority district, your prime responsibility will be to improve our communities. But that's not the case with Maxine. Since she's been in office, things have only gotten worse here in South Central Los Angeles. But she wouldn't know. She's too busy in Washington, D.C., making deals with lobbyists in D.C., making deals with lobbyists to line her own pockets with money. The only thing that's gone up faster than Maxine's net worth is homelessness in our district. One out of every five people in District 43 are living below the poverty line. One out of every three children are being raised in poverty. We have poor quality jobs and poor quality education. And gangs have taken over our streets. Violent crime in South LA is off the charts. In the first two weeks of 2021, this area had 59 shooting victims, compared to only seven last year. But it's no surprise that violence has gone up in Maxine's district, considering she endorses violence. She's encouraged her constituents to harass and attack her political opponents. In the speech she gave in public, on camera, with no shame. And if you see anybody from that cabinet in a restaurant, in a department store, And she thinks that's okay. Isn't that considered inciting violence? Maxine's policies is keeping our community down. It's keeping our people oppressed. South Los Angeles deserves better. Instead of adding fuel to the political fires of division in America like Maxine, I think it's time for us to come together. It's time for us to rebuild South Los Angeles. It's time to fix our homeless problem, revamp our education system, rebuild our infrastructure and slash taxes. Bring high-paying jobs to the district and end poverty. Introduce financial literacy programs into our schools so our children can learn how to build generational wealth. The political establishment has failed our community on both sides. It doesn't matter if you're a Republican or Democrat. We need to unite. We can rebuild our district, but we need people to represent us who come from our neighborhoods. Maxine is 82 years old. She's represented Los Angeles in Congress for over 47 years, and she hasn't done anything. She doesn't even live here, but I do. I'm Joe Collins, and I'm running against Maxine Waters. It's time for something different. Rated mature audiences only. Viewer discretion is advised. Welcome to the Patriot Brief, a Patriot Angle podcast. All right, folks, welcome uh, welcome to another uh, Patriot Brief podcast. I'm your host, Mike. Uh, today, uh, today's going to be a brief, folks. I uh, hope everybody tuned into to uh, last night's podcast, uh, Facebook Live, on, uh, on our Facebook page. Had Rob from uh, 420 VIPs uh, join us on the show. Uh, small business that he runs out of uh, New Jersey. Uh, it was a pretty good show, pretty good show. Um, 
So I appreciate Rob for uh, 420 VIP stopping by. Um, thanks. Thanks for uh, thanks for stopping by, spitting some policies with us, uh, politics, uh, and just having a good time on the show. Uh, yeah, it was, a, it was a pretty good show last night. Um, but anyway, welcome to uh, today's brief. Uh, it's going to be short. It's going to be quick. Guys, we have a story that's basically uh, trending uh, all over the place. Uh, Chuck Schumer uh, is basically losing control. And a dysfunctional Senate is uh, literally spiraling out, out of, out of control. Uh, I want to get into that story right now. Uh, a bill with a, uh, a broad uh, bipartisan support uh, that was supposed to sail through the U.S. Senate. Instead, it divided the upper chainer, uh, chamber excuse me, severally uh, late last night, uh, Thursday night, as uh, Senator Ron Johnson, uh, Republican out of uh, Wisconsin, for senators to take long procedural votes late into the evening. Uh, the bill is also called the Endless Frontier Act. It's meant to have as a U.S. counter to Chinese Communist Party's agenda and would fund research institutions in America uh, to the tune of more than $100 billion, folks. Yeah, more money we're, uh, more money we're, we're, we're funding to China. You know, uh, folks, uh, when is it going to end? When is it going to end? Uh, last night, late last night, uh, there was a voting delay that they were going to try to pass uh, the January 6th uh, commission bill, uh, which was slated to happen right after the vote on the uh, the Endless uh, Frontier Act. So last night they were supposed to put in the front uh, the Endless Frontier Act and then they were supposed to pass the um, the January 6th commission bill. Uh, it's here and there, folks. It's going back and forth. Um, as the clock approached midnight last night, folks, uh, Johnson led the, uh, the other Senate Republicans in raising obligations uh, to proceed with the final vote on the en- Endless uh, Frontier Act. Johnson, Senator Mike Lee uh, out of Utah, and Senator Rick Scott out of Florida, uh, each agreed or argued that the Senate was not given time to review amendments to the bill. So basically, folks, they rushed a bill. They rushed a bill, but then uh, Commerce Committee Chair uh, woman, Senator Maria Cantwell uh, out of uh, Washington, denied their request. And then several other Capitol Hill reporters from various outlets narrated the spiraling chain of events on Twitter. Yeah, they go on Twitter. This is uh, it's coming out of Mike uh, DeBonis's, uh Twitter uh, uh, account last night. And, and he says right on Twitter, he tweets, Typically the manager's amendment is used to placid members with non-controversial amendments that didn't get, the, get their house uh, floor votes. In this case, the amendment got a vote and it failed. Uh, Rick Torp uh, tweeted back to him and said, uh, Toon says Ron John is trying to uh, add the amendment to the manager's amendment for the Endless Frontier Act that already failed on the floor. That appears to be unsolvable issue as he referred to it earlier. I mean, they're literally going on a Twitter war, folks. Literally. A Twitter war going back and forth here. Uh, 
I mean, it's... I'm getting some liquor and taking a nap. Coons says, leaving the floor, same. Oh, boy. Another tweet coming out. Folks, this is, uh... This is a handful of senators, three Republicans, and one Democrat opposed proceeding to the Endless Frontier Act. Yeah. The Senate Majority Leader, Chuck Schumer, uh, tried to negotiate a deal to break an hours-long stalemate on the floor over the bill. Folks, this was going back and forth, back and forth. Senator Marco Rubio out of Florida, Tom Cotton out of Arizona, or excuse me, um, yeah, Arizona, Josh Harley out of uh, Missouri, and Bernie Sanders, the uh, independent out of Vermont, each had different reasons uh, towards their opinions of the bill. Rubio, for instance, was concerned that the bill did not have significant safeguards to protect the research it would fund from falling into the hands of a very Chinese communist it was meant to counter. Uh, Sanders had an earlier in the week proposed a amendment to strip the provision from the proposal that would amount to a bailout for CEO Jeff Bezos' Amazon. Folks, this is like, what are we getting at? Are we going to bicker from, you know, one thing to the next? I mean, is this going to stop? Is this going to end? They want something. Folks, you know what's going to happen, right? This is going to be literally what's going to come down to it is we are going to show the first filibuster of this Congress. We all know that the filibuster rule requires 60 votes to vote. While a handful of Senate Republicans plan to support the commission. The, folks, this is just a bitter division in the evenly divided Senate. Because the Senate is more divided now than it has been in a very, very long time. But of course, we'll see a number of Biden's uh, timeline goals <laughs> from police reform proposals to infrastructure talks and more. Yeah, he's he's already talked about that, folks. But yet a lot of people don't understand he's failed to meet original proposed deadlines. You remember those remember those campaign promises that he he, he delivered to us while he was running for president? I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that. What has he done? Hasn't done a damn thing. It's just going to get worse and worse, folks. Worse and worse and worse. So are we seeing a, dis- a, a defunctional uh, uh, Senate? Yes, we're seeing a defunctional Senate. Because they want something, but they can't get it. Because they're not happy. Because Republicans aren't... Uh, agreeing on their agendas. Bunch of crap. Bunch of crap, folks. That being said, folks, that's my closing. just heard an episode of the Patriot Angle podcast at Anchor Platform.